0: Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we're doing an episode by episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem of the Holograms because it is truly outrageous. And, Mac, it's good to have you back. It's been a little while.
1: Yo, it has.
0: Riot's in this episode, though.
1: Riot will help me wake up at 8 a.m. when I want to pass out.
0: Yeah, you've been in China for like a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, right now it is 12.23 p.m. or a.m. actually in China.
0: Did you go to the museum and and see the gaudy plastic nightmare display from the Ming Dynasty? Oh, absolutely. We're all very glad to have you back. I'm sure you're glad to talk about Riot again. I love Riot. Because we're here for Season 3, Episode 6, a.k.a. Episode 59, Midsummer Night's Madness. And what an episode it is.
1: I love this episode.
0: Oh, man. This is written by Evelyn A.R. Gabay. Evelyn has been writing cartoons since, like, the 70s, starting with the Fat Albert cartoon. It's mostly, like, episodes here and there of other things. I don't think she's been a serious writer or anything. Highlights include an episode of Turbo Teen, some number of episodes of The Snorks, Duck seven episodes of Beetlejuice, an episode of the 90s Spider-Man cartoon that is titled Neogenic Nightmare Chapter 13 Shriek of the Vulture, which is just... Mwah. That is the most 90s Spider-Man thing I've ever heard. And also, oddly enough, a live-action movie that she wrote the screenplay for from 2014 called Sinbad the Fifth Voyage. Rotten Tomatoes has exactly two critic reviews for it, so I assume it didn't really air anywhere though, all that much, but it's most notable in that Sir Patrick Stewart plays the narrator, which means that Evelyn Gabay, uh has the beautiful privilege of being someone who wrote lines that Patrick Stewart then read. Anyway, let's go ahead and start off this episode, shall we? And... We start off in Athens, but in like a version of Athens that's in the 80s and it's not a gigantic sprawling city choked by smog and mopeds that are parked everywhere. The streets are clean, people are happy, the air is breathable, there's ruins, there aren't a lot of actual buildings, and there's not enough dogs.
1: Yeah, and it's said by Raya to be one of the most romantic places in the world, which I'm not totally sure if most people today versus the 80s would actually say
0: now there's something about a city being on fire and overrun with fascists that makes it a little less romantic so we go to an amphitheater which rock gem actually labels as the theater of dionysus Huh, kinky. It is a theater in Athens built at the foot of the Athenian Acropolis. So we are up on the mountain right now. The Stingers and Jem are apparently setting up the same stage at once. And Riot is yelling at the stagehands who decide to pretend like they can't speak English just to annoy him. And then they just drop the amp he was yelling at them about. Wright has the first line in this entire episode, which is insulting the intelligence of stagehands. Also, once the amp hits the ground, green smoke starts to pour out of it. What's in there? My beloved
1: singers say, Ugh, foreigners. Foreigners.
0: And of course that line is said by Minx, the most German out of all of them. Shayna immediately has this line, which is, The Stingers will never learn. In Greece, we're the foreigners, says the American about the Germans. Like, I don't think they've got a leg to stand on here. Nope. Luckily, she's interrupted by... A man called Mr. Stravos, he's apparently... Well, he invited them here to perform in a quote-unquote festival of mythology, which, by the way, that's not going to be expanded upon for the rest of the episode. It's basically an excuse to have all the background characters dressed up in togas. Like, just hearing them describe whatever this festival of mythology is going to be, which is basically a big party. I wrote in my notes, it's a frickin' bacchanalia, and then added, bullet point, literally? Uh, I don't think there'll be enough orgies and murder for a proper Uh, speaking of that, though, Jerica is definitely going to murder Rio, and I, for one, am not disappointed. Jerica and Rio are fighting about Gem because Jerica's jealous of herself, I guess. Again, and at one point, Jerica yells, "Maybe you'd be happy if she were your girlfriend instead of me," which she kind of
1: is already. We had a whole episode about this. Rio's like, "Maybe I would be." You're, you're dating both of them, man. And then Jericho's like, well fine,
0: why don't you go off and find Jem, which is delightful. Because he's like, maybe I will, and we're we're done, we've broken up now, we're through. And it's like, he's never gonna find her. So Rio basically breaks up with Jericho, marches off, and Jericho's visibly shaken. And then Kimber's like, ugh, oh, romance. Sometimes it's not a pretty sight. Kimber, shut up. Kimber, what do you think romance looks
1: like? Uh, she thinks it's a guy jumping in on a swinging Tarzan vine and promptly asking you to marry him because the other guy won't do it.
0: You make a valid point. So this all happens in front of the stingers, remember they're still here. Aja and the holograms go to comfort Jerica and Riot immediately cuts to the heart of the problem.
1: Oh no! If Ryo's going to date Jim, how am I going to date Jim?
0: Jim is fated to be mine! I love him so much. Rio was already dating Jem. That was the entire plot of the episode that introduced Riot. Is that he was like, be with me and never see Rio again.
1: Minx, meanwhile, is like, oh, hey, my beloved Rio is broken up. Yay! So
0: the holograms take Jericho to a street fair where they're playing the Mardi Gras song, which seems not tasteful. And also what is up with the holograms' grease hair? It's all like pinned up in ways that are not historically accurate. Everybody's Greek outfits are like, which one is the worst? I feel like it's Jericho's because we spend a lot of time with that like toga mini dress and also her hair is not good. Her hair is like a backwards unicorn horn on the back of her head. They're just, they're all really bad. Except when we find raptures, because raptures is really bad in a great way. Can we talk about Rio's outfit, by the way? Oh god. Rio is wearing stripy pants, an untucked white shirt, and some kind of Neil deGrasse Tyson vest over top of it? He looks like he got half-dressed for the carnival, but left his pajama pants on. He looks like one of those guys at the Ren Faire who just doesn't try. He looks like he really hates Yoko Ono for breaking up the Beatles. He looks like how my mom dressed in the 90s. Ooh! I got a million of these. I can just keep going if you want. Oh, not with your laptop's battery, but I would love that. I would actually love that. Do we want one more for the road? One more. He looks like that guy who goes to India and comes back and claims to have been enlightened. Oh, God. Oh, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. So they go to the street fair and Jerrica's like, nah, I want some time alone. And they're all like, yeah, okay. Even though the explicit point of this was to take you out somewhere to get your mind off of your terrible breakup with your terrible boyfriend. But okay, you just you just go wander down that dark alleyway. Who knows what could be over there? And it turns out that what's over there is Riot in a pirate shirt.
1: Oh my god, he's in a pirate shirt and dark pants and he looks like he's just swung in for a romance cover and he's gonna cradle Jim to himself and like slightly lean forward and it's gonna be something called like the Swashbuckler's Booty or something weird like that. His shirt
0: is open to the navel and he's wearing two necklaces, one of which is like a dragon claw necklace. He's one of those guys at the Ren Faire who does try. That's his charm though. Riot is always trying at the Ren Fair. I mean, he cosplays later
1: and he never leaves character. Ever.
0: Riot is like, I saw your argument with Rio. He was taking you for granted. He doesn't care about your feelings anymore. I, on the other hand, am always interested
1: in what a woman feels. And Jeric is like, oh, and he's like, yes, what does Jim love?
0: Oh, how could you blow it that badly? <laughs> His three questions, though. His three suggestions are flowers, moonlit walks, me? <laughs> I love him so much. Oh my god. He drops the ball so hard. How do you screw that up? She just broke up with her terrible boyfriend. You saw
1: it. There's some things in life that are very important to Riot, and Jerrica Benton is not one of them.
0: And then Jem gives him the worst insult that he could ever hear. She tells him he's just like Rio. Ow.
1: Yeah, that that is very
0: far, Jerrica. You should walk that back. That was too far. So Jericho just kind of storms off and then wanders away back up the mountain to the freaking Acropolis.
1: And also she's somehow there by herself because there's like nobody around.
0: Yeah, she's definitely wandered onto an actual like tourist spot where they give tours, where there's definitely like admission. This is an archaeological site that she's just
1: tromping all
0: over and nobody seems to care. I went to Corinth and I got yelled at for standing
1: on a rock. And also speaking as someone who is just recently tromping through a lot of ruins from like the BCs and things like that, there are people everywhere. Even at night. There are always people.
0: So speaking of people being everywhere, Synergy just shows up. Do you guys remember when Synergy was in this show? I'm sorry, who's Synergy again? Uh, she's the frickin' hologram. Remember when we had frickin' holograms? And Synergy's like, "Can I please give you some advice? Remember how I have your mom programmed into me? Can I please just like give you some advice about dating men? Rios always loved you. I don't get it, but can we please talk about that?" And Jerica's like, "What does a computer know about love?" Ow, Jerica? I feel like we need to talk about how you're taking out your anger on other people.
1: Especially on your robot mom. The singularity can't come too soon.
0: Synergy's like, alright, fine, I guess you don't want my mom advice, whatever. And Jerica just sort of wanders off and says, I'll never get my love together. Which is not a sentence that human beings say, but it is definitely a song title. Oh, God. Last heard in Broadway magic. And here's my favorite thing. She transforms into Gem to sing the song. There's so many layers to that. Like, where do you start dissecting this? I also love the fact that she walked away from synergy offering to give her romantic advice and then said, oh, I'm so unlucky in love. Like maybe if you listened to other people for once, you wouldn't be having such a huge problem. Maybe you listen to your heart and dump Rio.
1: A dump Rio 2017.
0: Well, she's done that. Problem solved. I want to make sure that we actually cover how freaking rad it is that Jem and Jerrica turn into giant gladiators and fight as a metaphor for Jem not being sure about her identity.
1: It's pretty great.
0: Why wasn't that the plot of the entire episode? Thank you! It's not like the actual plot makes any less sense. And I mean, then of course the whole visual thing falls apart because not only does Eros just start shooting them, but also Eros's is arrows. Say that five times fast. As he just keeps firing, it turns Rio into riot into Rio into riot. It's like some kind of terrible Russian roulette. Like, is there a third option that's neither of these men? Anyway, the music video ends and we get a mysterious voice. Oh my god, this is Phaedra the Oracle of Athens, and I'm definitely not Synergy. I know all about you, but not because I'm Synergy.
1: She claims that she knows how to fix everything for Jerrica, and that they're not running off to Jim because she's more glamorous or anything, they're running off because she knows how to have fun, which good point synergy.
0: She's like, you're a workaholic. You don't actually let yourself have any fun. You turn into Jim to do that. And like, yes, we've been saying this. You even turned into gem to sing songs by yourself in the Acropolis. Like what is going on with you? And out of curiosity, is anyone else with this Oracle design, is anyone else having severe like God of War flashbacks? I am. Like, I I shouldn't be able to just talk to this lady. I need to solve a time-based puzzle involving murder. I think I just described the entirety of all the mechanics in the God of War series. She's like, don't be afraid of Jem. Get to know her, learn from your other identity, and draw new strength. And this doesn't seem like the best advice.
1: Yeah, it's not. I mean, good try, Synergy, I guess.
0: But Jerrica takes this advice at face value. She just turns in the gem and just wanders away down to downtown Athens, which is easily accessible and not a long hike from the Acropolis. And... Luckily, Rio's at a cafe. A cafe that is not being patronized by anyone else, by the way. He is completely alone. I mean, in that outfit, would you want to be near him? Also, there's nothing on the table. He's loitering. He's not even ordering anything. So Jem surprises Rio, and he's like, Oh, sit down. Have a seat. Let me tell you about how this breakup is hard for me. Because I care about Jerrica, but also there's somebody else. And Jem's like, oh, who could that be? And this isn't, like, a coy thing she actually doesn't know. And then Riot's here. Riot's like, I have something important to talk to you about. Me. So he just leads her away and is like, so do you want me to show you around town? Or, like, this is the vitally important thing he needed to talk to her about. Jem's like, I'm with somebody who's snogging minks. Because Jem can't read body language at all. And minks sexually harassing Rio means, like, that they're in love. Uh, because guess what? Commercial break? That's definitely sexual harassment. Memento mori. Please buy a doll of this serial sexual harasser. She's got a cute German accent. Aye. So we come back. Jem has absolutely bought this hook, line, and sinker because Minx has her arms wrapped around Rio's head and he's flailing and obviously trying to get away and Jem is like, <gasps> Minx is the other person in your life? Why are you like this? I, I had in my notes, Jim. What do you think sexual harassment looks like? And then I remembered the Mardi Gras episode with like, "Let me take Shayna Toulon. long." Ugh. So luckily, we don't have to dwell on this for too long because suddenly this episode turns into Benny Hill. We switch to Rapture, who is just like leaning against a wall, looking at the street, and just. Jem runs by, followed by Rio, followed by Riot, followed by Minx who's shouting, Rio, wait for me. Yeah, she's like, I thought we were here to have fun. You and me both, Rapture. Rapture's outfit, though, it's like this punk 80s thing. I kind of love how bad it is. It's artful in how bad it is. I think it's coming back around to being in fashion again. So Jericho escapes to some more ruins. It's Athens. just just ruins everywhere. At any minute, you're a dead cat hucking distance from some ruins. I think this is the one that Rock Gem actually identifies as the Temple of Hephaestus, Because, you know, what better place to talk about different identities than the temple of a Greek god who was born so uggo that his mom threw him off a mountain and then got mad when he actually did things of value that didn't depend on him being uggo and married a hot wife! There's a lot to unpack there. Greek mythology is messed up, I love it. So Phaedra shows up. Jem still can't figure out that that's synergy, even though she appears with the same synergy noise. Jerica's like, I don't want to see Rio as Jerica or Jem. And Phaedra's like, why don't you make a new one? That's what this cartoon needs. Yet more secret identities. So, to that end, meet Jamie. Synergy turns Jerrica into, like, this ethnically ambiguous brunette girl in an actually not terrible outfit. I think she's meant to be coded at least Mediterranean, maybe Greek. She physically collides with Rio. And they think it's hilarious.
1: They literally say, I think, a total of six words to each other. And then Rio goes, "Haha, oh, wow, I feel like I've talked to you my whole life.
0: That's a thing normal people say. Ugh. Uh, And then he's like, why don't I escort you back to town? Meanwhile, at some other ruins, maybe this one's the Temple of Hephaestus? I, I don't know. I'm not gonna bother. There's a crowd gathered. There's a puff of smoke at the foot of these ruins. And then Rapture, definitely Rapture, appears in a gigantic cloak and shrieks, I am the Oracle of Athens. Let me tell you your future. Oh god, Rapture must be so bored. Some lady just straight up walks over up like, tell me my future, and Rapture's like, there's money in your purse, give it to me, and then I can tell you your future god rapture is go big or go home she does not care about subtlety at all and like she just hands rapture a stack of what looks to be american money you know carries it around for safekeeping that better all be in ones and then riot and minx both show up on either side of rapture while she's doing her thing and are like hey rapture rapture Rapture. Rapture. We need to make out with people. Rapture. We're the people we want to make out with. And Rapture's like, I'm busy! Rapture's like, stop ruining this for me! You have a destiny to make out or whatever. Shut up! Music video! This song is called You Have a Destiny to Make Out or Whatever. Shut up! It's the Stingers. Destiny. And this song's really weird because like Rapture actually has lead vocals here and she and Minx both have individual voices rather than just sort of being a chorus. It's also worth noting that this is a music video where Minx kisses Rio and Rio passes out. I don't know why that happens, but it happens. So after the music video, Riot and Minx uh, run off to find their respective love objects. I still don't understand why Minx is so interested in Ryo, aside from her obsession with stealing him from Jem and Jerica. Yeah, he's got no redeeming features. So the holograms wander into the plaza. There's like, there's the fortune teller everyone's been talking about. The news spread that fast? She's been here for like 30 seconds. And Rapture's like, oh, excellent. Some easy marks. My advice is to forget music and take up basket weaving. And then she picks up an actual basket. It's really good. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm mere rapture she unmasked her in front of of the crowd who then get furious and chase her away. And this mob is a prominent feature in the rest of the episode. They do not cool down at all. Meanwhile, Rio is escorting Jamie around town. He introduces Jamie to Mr. Stravos who organized the festival, which is just great because Jamie seems like she probably lives here, right? Rio is showing her around her own town. He probably didn't even ask if she lived here. And then the holograms show Up and they're very rightfully PO'd at Rio. They're like, Rio, it's been 90 minutes. If that. After they chew out Rio for being Rio, they march off, and Rio's like, I'm sorry, Jamie, they had no right to treat you like that. It's like they weren't talking to you. Jamie, quote unquote, chases after the holograms on Jamie's and tries to explain the identity thing. And it's the most incredible bit of dialogue in this entire show. I just wanted to see if Rio would go out with someone new, like me. And Shane is like, you want to you try that one again? And the voice acting in her trying to explain this thing is actually pretty good. Definitely, as she's saying it aloud, she's starting to realize how absurd it all sounds. And they're like, do you need to sit down for a little while, maybe? You seem stressed out. They don't even believe that there's an oracle, or more accurately, they're like, yeah, that oracle you're talking about, that was that was rapture. And Jericho's like, no, she wasn't. Luckily, we don't have to deal with this group of very unsupportive sisters for very long because she marches off around a corner and in comes Riot in a freaking chariot. Oh, God, where did he get this? Remember talking about him cosplaying earlier? Is there a -a rent-a-chariot in Athens that I don't know about? He looks like he ran off of an 80s rock opera remake of Ben-Hur. It's too much. He's marching down like, friggin' my bride, my bride, bring to me my bride. (laughs) I love him so much. And he grabs Jerrica and drives off with her and that's the commercial break? He's the best. Riot's like, I've lost interest in Jem. You're the woman I want, Jerrica Benton. We get back. Rio is talking to Mr. Stravos. Who doesn't have any more lines in this episode, by the way. No, he just, he's silent throughout the rest of it. And then Riot comes along with the chariot and Jerrica and does donuts around Rio and then leaves. He says, since you can't hold on to her, I will. My heart just went toki-toki. And then, as he just ollies out on this chariot, Minx shows up, then Rapture runs up to Minx and shouts, They're after me, Minx! Help! Oh god, and this mob is still going. And Minx says, What do you expect me to do? Run! And then they both run from this angry mob that is definitely going to beat them up. This episode is a causality sink. Everything that can happen does. This is a very dense episode. So we go to Riot and Jerrica, and Riot basically confessing his love for Jerrica. And Jerrica's like, Ah, did you see that? Rio was with Minx again. OMG. Meanwhile, Riot's like, I just kissed you. And Jerrica has the best line in this entire episode, which is, Did you? I'm sorry. I didn't notice. Incredible. What that we could all rebuff men that way? And she runs off, and Riot chases after her and screams, Come back, my love! (laughs) He is completely baffled. He has no idea what to do. So Jerica switches into Jamie and then ducks around a corner as Riot runs down one way after her Minx and Rapture come the opposite direction being chased by a mob and Rio collides with Jamie Jamie's like uh oh, we gotta stop meeting like this hee <laughs> hee and Rio's like I gotta go bye and Jerrica's like well I guess he doesn't like Jamie either <laughs> so then she just ditches the Jamie personality goes back to Jerrica and marches off to give Riot a second chance who literally sweeps her off her feet and announces Jerrica at last you've come to your senses and then they make out and then Rio immediately appears to punch him oh my god he calls Riot a creep insults Jerrica for being with Riot and Jerrica's like what are you doing aren't you making out with minx and then he says I wasn't chasing minx you think oh I was trying to get you back from Riot I was trying to save you from making a fool of yourself with this Clown! Oh god, Rio, why does everything have to be a neg with you? Meanwhile, Riot's watching this, like, wow, you guys deserve each other. Jerrica, the second best man for you is Rio. Take him back. And Jerrica, again, screams an amazing line, which is Men, can't you ever make up your minds? And then she storms off. I think, can't you ever make up your mind, is kind of rich coming from Jerrica. Yeah. Jerrica runs into the holograms again. And they're like, hey, remember how we came to do a concert? We gotta go do a concert. And Jerica says, I'm not going anywhere until I can find the oracle. Who then appears and says, I'm not Synergy! Oh, God. And the Oracle who's not Synergy goes on this really long speech about what Rio's really attracted to is Jerrica's inner self that will always shine through no matter what personality she's wearing. Because she's like, by the way, all those people Rio was dating. We're all you. That was you in a hologram. Like, all of them were you. Except Minx, who was sexually harassing him. But we're not gonna talk about Minx anymore. And then Jerrica goes to hug the Oracle. And oh, look, it's Synergy. Who could have guessed? Surprise! I actually am, Synergy! What? And Synergy's like, well, since you wouldn't listen to me when I came to you, I figured I'd try out a different personality of my own, you idiot and terrible person who never listens to me. I guess you thought an actual person who was magic was going to be a better guide than somebody you know and trust. Uh, so Jerrica decides that, yeah, she's gonna take Rio back, and then she's like, oh wait, I left him with Riot! You don't need him for the concert! I I feel like that line should have immediately Gilligan cut to Riot and Rio making out. If only. Instead, they're trying to punch each other. It's a guy fight, there's a whole crowd, and Riot shouts, You heard me? Jerica isn't half the woman Jem is. Jerrica means nothing to me. I was trying to make you win her back, you fool! Riot's entire convoluted mess of wooing Jerrica, it was not even to make Rio jealous, it was just to make Rio try to actually win her back back. I love that. And Rio shouts something along the lines of, Jem's a lot of fun, but Jerrica's twice the woman Jem is. I like that you have your doubts there because that doesn't sound like a real line, but that's actually it verbatim. God damn it! And then we pan over to Jerrica who's like, did you hear? Isn't he great? He's objectively terrible, Jerrica." He's objectively terrible. Remember a couple of hours ago? Do you remember anything else that he's done today aside from vaguely pay you a compliment and not even to your face? <sighs> These terrible idiots really do deserve each other. So, to get rid of Riot, Jerrica's like, Hey Synergy, can you project a gem for him to chase after? <laughs> Give Riot something he always will chase after an illusion. I feel like the rest of this episode should have just been periodically Riot dashes by in the background shouting, GEM! Instead, Riot charges out of the way towards the fleeting glimpse of GEM. Jerica and Rio apologize to each other. And then Riot runs straight from the hologram into Minx and Rapture, who are still being chased by an angry mob that mob has a lot of stamina and then riot says heroically give me their money then he puts it all in an urn and just throws it at them and as it shatters on the floor they're all like money yeah you know those bits from the assassin's creed games where you throw money on the floor and everyone's like (gasps) money and they crowd around and possibly start you know beating up guards and stuff that's what happens here hudah look at all these coins And then Raya's like, we also have a concert to do. Except we're not going to actually perform in the rest of the episode. Nope. Instead, we get a hologram song. Midsummer Night's Madness. That's the episode. That's the title of the episode. We did it. We finally got here. This entire music video is just a hodgepodge of like random Greek mythology. Yeah, Raya turns into Apollo. I don't know what goddess Rainbow Hair Minx is supposed to represent.
1: I was going to say, Iris, actually, who is Greek...
0: Both of them chase after Gem and Rio until finally, like, in the very last five seconds of the music video and therefore the episode, I think he maybe turns into Perseus. I think he turns into Midas because Mix turns into Medusa and then they turn and they touch each other and Riot gets turned to stone and Medusa gets turned to gold. I don't even know if those two characters were contemporaries, but who cares? And then that's the whole episode. We just end on this bizarre Greek stuff, which is also the subtitle of the episode, "Bizarre Greek stuff. So that is going to do it for us for Midsummer Night's Madness. That was a heck of an episode.
1: That was a great episode.
0: So just in case you were thinking this is the weirdest that Gem and the Holograms can ever get, join us next time for The Day the Music Died. Chris Sims is joining us for that one, which bodes well. We asked him if there were any episodes he wanted to do for season three. He said immediately The Day the Music Died. So get ready. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are at the Gem Jam just about everywhere, except on Twitter where we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe. uh, Wherever you find our podcast is always helpful, helps our metrics, helps us get discovered, helps us feel good about the Midsummer Night's Madness episode. Why did you people support this podcast to the point where we got this far? Thank you, everybody.
1: I love Riot.
0: Patreon.com slash the Gem Jam is where you can support us with money and make us watch more of gem. We're in the homestretch now, folks. Once again, join us next time for the day the music died. It's gonna be great. I'm very excited. Until then, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you, do or do not, there is no outrageous.